What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I am doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? Amazing, as usual. We are back with our top five positive news stories and inspirational stories. It's actually my turn this time. Take that, world. And for our theme, we're doing international stories. I guess from the United States perspective, if it's in your country, it's not really international. But positive news stories from around the world. If you want to support the podcast, like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. If you want more of the positive truth in just once a week, you can join our Patreon, where you get that bonus positive news story. And we donate all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money to one charity of their choosing. And since we didn't do one last month, since I was uh, in a hiatus, that's a big word. You like that word, Tim? I love the word hiatus. <laughs> We're doing the double donation in the month of August. So join the Patreon. Check that out. I thought you were going to say a double hiatus and we were going to go on vacation. Surprise. No surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no vacation for the positive truth because there's too many positive news stories. I'm going to start off with one of my favorite top five positive news stories of the, of the week. Sometimes when we do the podcast, we talk about positive news stories that are so simple and so ingenious. It's like, why has no one else thought of that? That's my first one. Solar-powered refrigerated trucks will cut down pollution from idling from idling diesel engines. So you know when you get a semi-truck, there's a long, full of cargo. Mm -hmm. Putting solar panels on top of them to help save fuel and, and lower pollution. How have we not thought of this beforehand? Where can we invest? I <laughs> Technology is cool with the positive truth. So with, you know... And with these trucks, they're refrigerated, so they're taking up a lot of electricity, a lot of gas. They use that solar power to fuel the electricity, save the planet. Man, it's just... It's ingenious, bro. You, you're absolutely right. Why hasn't anybody thought about it sooner? The fact that we're using solar panels for so many different things that are you know, providing energy for whole neighborhoods and cities and towns now, now providing it to trucks that use diesel that's destroying our world we're saving it man that's a great story great way to start off this episode jp you know it. what do you got tim for number two of man the week? my number two story of the week is actually a dog story we're going to italy for this one man there's an elite squadron of 350 specially trained canines from the italian school of water rescue dogs it's legit man s ICS for short and uh, 300 SICS units consisting of one dog and one trainer are asked with watching over approximately 30 of the country's busiest beaches. Annually, they save 20 to 30 people. And just earlier this month, a couple dogs saved a whole family of eight. That's how crazy these dogs are. They're out here saving the world. It's not just in the movies where you get to see stuff like this, man. It's out there in Italy. Wonderful idea. 10 out of 10. And then you know the dogs are just loving helping. Dude, you know the also, rewards is awesome. Also, they probably cost less than the regular lifeguards. <laughs> Thanks. I guess that's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome positive news story. Glad you found that because I was going to talk about that on the Patreon and make fun of you for not finding it. Oh, you know I got the dog story this time. Well, since you got the dog story, I'm going to bring the basketball story. 
Have you heard of Hansel Emmanuel? Why does that sound super familiar? Oh, no, I haven't. But yes, I have. So, my man Hansel Emmanuel Donato, whenever he was younger, he had his left arm amputated. And he got an offer to play Division I college basketball on a scholarship at Tennessee State University. That's where I heard of him. 17-year-old from the Dominican Republic has a story featured on SportsCenter earlier this year. My man can't be stopped. He's playing basketball with one arm. Got a D1 scholarship, which is better than we, what we ever got for playing basketball. Facts. You can do anything with the Positive Truth Podcast. This guy is good, by the way. Like He is breaking through traps, double teams, going between like his legs, their legs, doing spin moves, dunking on people, getting to the free throw line. It was the most ridiculous highlight that I've ever seen. I was trying to figure out where I knew that name. It was because of Tennessee State offering him a scholarship. That was just his first of, I'm sure, going to be many because this kid can actually play, one arm or not. Mm. Woo! What do you got, Tim? Man, my next one is a cat story. I'm switching things up. I know it's weird. So there is this really, really awesome cat. But before I can get to the cat, I need to tell you, the cat's owner was missing. There was a woman by the name of Tamar. She said that she was informed that her neighbor was missing by her neighbor's friend. So she immediately went out with the searching party in uh, Bodmin, Cornwall. I'm not sure where that is. But that's exactly where they went missing. That's where they went looking for her. Um, when they were looking for her, they noticed there was this cat like sitting at this ledge, um, and the cat kept meowing. So Tamara was like, "You know what? What is going on? This cat's obviously calling me for something." And that's whenever they realized the cat literally was leading them towards the ravine where she had fallen down. This cat saved the owner's life. It was pretty awesome to, sn- to see an owner, or to see the cat save the owner and have the attachment and the the brain to actually get these people's attention. Woo, that was a lot to say because I'm a dog person. So yes, man, team cat right now. We're team everybody saving lives. Do sabes. We're the animal planet with the positive. <laughs> Take that world. I've always wanted to be on the animal planet show. So I went from basketball, first love, to the second love of powerlifting. My next story is from a Tampa Bay native named Ed- Edith Murray Triana. She joined the gym for the first time nine years ago at the tender age of 91. Nice. So she was like, I'm getting older. I feel like I should start joining the gym now. 91, if you have that mind state, you know you're in a good place. Since then, she started powerlifting. She just turned 100 years old. She's setting state records for how much she's lifting. Her weakest lift is the bench press at 40 pounds, but she's still squatting and deadlifting 150 pounds, Tim. Ah, oh, man, she got me at, beat. For <laughs> it, 100 years old. That's impressive, man. Oh. Age is nothing but a number. Don't let anybody stop you. She's a great, great grandmother, former dance teacher, and in Edith's own words, I'm the renowned life of every party I'm in. <laughs> I'm loving it. I need that vocabulary in my life. She also just happens to be the oldest competitive powerlifter in the world. It's never too late. She said her longtime friend asked her to join. Basically dragged her kicking and screaming to the gym, and now she's in the Guinness World Record books. Sometimes other people see greatness in you. Absolutely. Before we get to our inspirational story of the week, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because of the stresses of life. We have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. 
We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for a good pair of shoes. I went on a couple runs this week, and I kid you not, I was sore in all the places I ain't never been sore in my life. I've never been this out of shape. My Achilles was sore. It was so weird, bro. But at the end of the day, my feet didn't hurt. And I remember I stopped running a couple times not too long ago because the bottom of my feet were just trashed, man. So the fact that my feet didn't hurt, I was like, man, I'm happy that I have these shoes, bro. So I'm really, really grateful for those. Can I tell a story? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So one time, when we first started in the podcast, me and Tim would make jokes at each other. And then I don't think people realized we weren't serious, so we stopped. So one time when we weren't recording, I kind of like to tell Tim I'm faster than him, and he doesn't. He takes it really personal every time. Ah, uh, it's a trigger and so, words. And trigger so words. I was like, "Oh, we should race." And so I was like, "Oh, I don't have any shoes." And so Tim gave me his shoes, and then he beat me in the race once, and then we tied the other ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> we did tie anyway. We tied once. <laughs> we only raced twice anyway. So later on, a few months later. Tim looks at me, he goes, hey, hey, JP, you remember when I gave you my shoes and then beat you in the race? (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, ooh, that was a good one, Tim, that was a good one. Uh. Those were some really comfortable shoes, and that's when you got the new shoes for the running, helping you with the Achilles, so I'm really glad it worked out. Too savage thing, that is hilarious. I love how you told that story, we tied. (laughs) Don't listen to him, guys. Team Flash over here, Team Flash. You were the first time because I was warmed up. I was running your shoes. <laughs> After I broke them in for you, you know, we were dead. <laughs> Classic moments. Classic. Um, I'm grateful for firefighters fighting all the wildfires all across the world right now. I'm also grateful for people doing wonderful ideas. So that's what my inspirational story is about. It's about Jamela Anderson. She is in New York. And she grew up in a poor community. When she was growing up, she didn't have access to a lot of, like, grocery stores. She lived in what's called a food desert. And she was like, this is not, like, as a kid, she remembers, like, there's no food around me. Moved to Albany, New York. And what she realized was, is, like, we don't have a food scarcity problem. We have a food accessibility problem. And so what she realized was when people go to give out food, they give out leftover food, stale food. Oh, I'm moving out of my apartment and you want this leftover food. That's what we're giving to people when we're donating in these food deserts. And she's like, we just need to have access, better access to food. So she started Free Food Fridge, Free Food Fridge Albany. And the idea is we're going to set up fridges full of food. Fresh, healthy food, vegetables, meats, cheese, everything. Not stale, leftover food, not like donated food, fresh food. So what she started doing was, anybody that has fresh food in the area and you need like help out, just put it right here. Because this is a food desert and people don't have access to these fruits and vegetables. Since then she started opening them all over New York. And when I say opening them, I mean plugging in a fridge, putting free fridge, free fridge, free food on them. And she's been doing that for basically a year. She has thousands of followers on Instagram. And she's like, fridge beneficiaries can 
retrieve anything they want from milk to veggies to prepared meals. We don't have a food problem in the world. There's excess food everywhere. We just need to make it more accessible for everyone. When we all take these steps to making food more accessible for everyone on the planet, we'll have less food waste and less people going hungry. I think that's an awesome positive news story, really inspirational. She saw a problem and all she did was plug in a fridge to fix it. I can't add anything, way to finish. Man, JP, that was great. She, I love it, man. It, it's so awesome how people turn their struggles into something positive. I think that's why we started this podcast, man. There, there's so many people that are doing that throughout this world that are just simple individuals. And when we first started, we kind of thought one way and we're learning as we go. And just hearing her story is like another way to remind us like, yeah, there is a lot of food around us that is just going to waste we could do something better with it. So we do to make it more accessible to, you know, communities around us. Absolutely. Shout out to her. What was her name again, sir? Jamela Anderson. Jamela Anderson. Awesome. Do you have a quote before we get to the theme? Absolutely. Do it with passion or not at all. Quotes by Tim. Do you have an international story of someone doing something positive with passion? Man, you know that I do. So check this out. This is an Olympic story I'm going to go ahead and start off with, by the way. There's this uh, Olympic hurdler. He's from Jamaica. His name is Hansel Parchment, right? And uh, he was in town, and he actually missed his uh, bus back to the Olympic Village. So he was, like, kind of stressing out. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. He ended up finding this volunteer, and the volunteer couldn't do much because they have, you know, um, social distance rules there. And basically, the volunteer was like, look, I can't help you, but here goes some money for a taxi. Here goes the address. Please just go so we don't get in trouble. Um, long story short, Hansel Parchment ended up winning the gold medal in the 100-meter hurdles final. He got first place in the Olympics, won a gold medal. But after his gold medal, he decided to go on social media and talk about this story, how he wanted to find this volunteer to thank her in person. And that's exactly what he got to do because of Instagram, a.k.a. the power of social media. Um, he ended up finding her a few days later and was able to, you know, Tell her thank you and, uh, you know, get the reward that she got should have gotten in, in the first place, which was a big old hug. So, man, that's awesome to me that this actually happened. It's crazy how many positive news stories come out of the Olympics. I know we talk about it all the time, but to me, this one right here was just wild. It's so simple but wild. He worked his whole life to get an opportunity to run that race, and if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have got that opportunity. And she, all she did was help him out just a little bit. She had no idea he was going to win a gold medal. So another fun... I'm just adding stories and adding length to this. After Michael Jordan retired, my favorite player was Vince Carter. He's He had a dunk contest in 2000, right? Right. In Oakland. He actually almost missed the dunk contest because they there was like some sort of traffic or something. The same situation happened. They hopped in a random cab, and the cabbie got him there, him and T-Mac, or they would not have made it. I remember hearing that story somewhere. So shout out to all the cab drivers out there. As someone that had to Uber a few weeks ago, we really appreciate you all. So for my international story, I have to give a shout out to an Indian scientist. His name is Sargar Sinigalpul. He is from India. I feel like I nailed that name. Anyway, and he is from with the Indian Institutes, the National Institute of Immunology, AIIMS, Regional Center of Biotech, and St. John's Research Hyper hospital in Benigar Lulu. 
my man has been working on detecting early stage colon cancer his whole life just had a massive breakthrough him and his team have figured out a way to detect colon cancer as early as stage one to ensure an effective recovery this groundbreaking study because colon cancer is one of the most notorious forms of cancer and it's usually detected really late is going to save hundreds of thousands of lives 663 cases in 2014 just 2014 of colon cancer in men and 571,000 cases in women whoa so yeah early stage detection saving tons of lives shout out to that team out there whoo man <laughs> a lot that's a lot going on see also since i'm telling stories I'm telling stories because we're recording at night for once and I'm awake and Tim isn't awake. Usually it's the opposite. It's the morning and I'm not awake and Tim is. So this is what's happening right now. Yeah, I'm definitely going down. <laughs> but not before we knock out some of these positive news stories, man. I have a video of hundreds of Polish firefighters arriving in Greece to help fight these fires, man. They traveled over 1,200 miles through five countries to help tackle some of, these wor- some of the worst blazes they've seen in Greece in recent history. I thought this was really awesome because obviously it's always amazing whenever uh, communities kind of come together to fight one cause. And that's countries coming together to fight one cause. Do sabes. Shout out to firefighters. So you remember when we were, when we were quarantined? Did you do have any product projects you finished? Man, I really don't remember. I feel like I try to like... So long ago? Yeah, like blinked out of my history. That like we were in jail for a year. <laughs> like, man, it was tough. <laughs> so I have a story about a Sri Lankan teenager, fourteen years old, turns fifteen during quarantine, and he loved to build things and he loved school. But when quarantine happened, he couldn't do it. So he's like, Man, I don't want to be in this house. And I'm like, Well, you can't be around people. So he would leave and he would pick up stuff, trash in his community, right? But he wasn't, he was like, he, he would pick up trash and he'd throw it away and he just used it as an excuse to get out the house. And that's what his parents thought he was doing, but really he was doing more. He wasn't just picking up trash, he was picking up pieces of trash because he was looking for certain pieces of trash because he was building solar power tuk-tuk cars to drive around. So my man built started building electric cars with solar. So he had solar panels, he would take trash, rebuild it, make it like a car, add a wheel. And then he had a, he was building these free cars and giving them away. That's what he did with his quarantine. Uh, first off, he's amazing. 15 years old, Tim. Yeah. What were you doing at 50? <laughs> Bro, I was like playing basketball, trying to get girls I had no business trying to get. I was terrible at 15. These kids are out here changing the world. They're so much better than us, and I love it. The youth are awesome with the Positive Food Podcast. Always. And, Tim, I got a video. Oh, this <laughs> Bro, we got to record at night more often. JP's going to be hitting us with fire like this. Absolutely. We appreciate everyone for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with more positive news stories. Until then, we're out. Stay positive.